years now. I had the pleasure of doing uh, lots of uh, gigs on the road with him. Uh, he's made appearances on the Wendy Williams Show, the Artie Lang Show, and HBO. Give it up for the hilarious Dan Friggin' What! Yay! 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 Cool. Did they just give you your bills? Oh, this is gonna go great. This is gonna be awesome. We're trying to do math. This is gonna be perfect. Let's keep them for two and a half hours and then throw a bill on them. Yeah, go up. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. And guys, they've been on three canceled television shows. It's the highlight of my night. All right. I feel good, man. This is uh my first time playing in this room. The uh, the St. Louis Funny Bone. Yeah. I wasn't just reading the thing. Sorry. No, I know. I know where I'm at, sorry. I was just... I know where I'm I'm excited. Uh, it's, it's exciting. It's a beautiful stage. It's a beautiful room. It, it has a lot of history. Uh, comedians are very lucky to get to play this stage. Comedians don't play rooms this perfect all the time. I gotta let you guys know. As a comedian on this tour, I've been on the road for a month, I've played two attics and three basements, guys. That's the most thing. <laughs> We do not play perfect rooms. I have played a nudist colony in this town since I've been here, okay? As a comedian, you mostly just play shitty bars. That's pretty much the gig. If you don't know that you're in a shitty bar, you can tell that you're in a shitty bar based on the signs they start to put up in that bar to tell you not to do things that a human wouldn't do naturally. Have you been to these bars, guys? Where they tell you the things you can and cannot flush down the toilet. <laughs> Ladies, that one's for you. I don't know why. I don't know what you're flushing. I played a bar last week where on the back wall on a laminated poster it just said, please, don't poop on the floor. <laughs> That is a crazy poster to need to laminate, guys. Are you with me on this? You don't laminate that poster on the off chance that someone's gonna poop on your floor, do you? No, you only make that poster because someone's been pooping on the floor. Consistently. To the point we gotta call the whole staff in. You're like, guys, huddle up. We gotta catch the poop bandit this week. What is our plan? What's the strategy gonna be? The manager's gotta make a speech. He's like, look, it's only humans that come to this bar, right? All you gotta do is just look every customer in the eyes. Where's your drink, ma'am? Would you mind not pooping on my floor tonight? I appreciate it. That didn't work. They had multiple meetings, guys. How many meetings do you have to have before the intern in the back is finally fed up enough that he's like, yo, we need to take this thing down to FedEx Kinko's. Let's bring in the professionals. Let's get this poster laminated. Here's the bigger problem, right? Who's the poster for? Right? What's the mentality of a dude who's reckless enough to just poop on the floor? and then somehow respectful enough to follow the orders of a sign. 
Who's that mixed up mystery man? Who's committed in his heart? He's like, I'm shitting on this floor tonight. I don't care what happens to me or my family. You don't get the name Poop Panda by not shitting on these floors. And he strolls in, he sees the poster, he's like, I guess they saw me coming, huh? <laughs> what can I say? Rules are rules. <laughs> Just gonna have to take this thing down to Applebee's where it belongs. <laughs> That's a weird man. That's a weird dude. And stuff. I like, the highway tells me what to do too out here. I didn't realize it was different. So I live in New York State. Woo! Yeah. Uh, we have this uh, DWI campaign. Our DWI sign says, stay alive. Don't drink and drive. It's beautiful. It's friendly. It's polite. It was written by the late Dr. Seuss. Uh, it rhymes. It says, be safe out there on the roads, guys. Don't hurt anybody. Come out to Missouri. Different tone. A different tone. Pissed off cop pointing at everybody. Drive sober and get pulled over. <laughs> different tone completely. <laughs> Go to Pennsylvania. Their sign's just confusing. I don't know how to explain it. It just says the letters DWI with the old school slash through it. And then it just says, you can't afford it. <laughs> That's the whole sign, guys. What is the main marketing strategy here, Pennsylvania? That drinking and driving is what? A rich man's sport? I gotta get my paper right if I wanna get a DWI in your aristocratic state? I like to think I'm a good driver. Cause I'm from New York. Hey, no. And I come out here we have a different set of beliefs. You guys think that I'm a shitty driver. Because I believe that there are two lanes on the highway. One is the fast lane, one is the slow lane. Come out here, you guys don't believe that at all. Nine lanes, all the slow lane. We go whatever speed they want. You pass them now in some race you didn't know about. Trying to mouth that you're in cruise control. You passed me twice, I'm in cruise control. It's impossible. Sticking my feet out the window and letting my. Oh, you passing me twice! So I gotta I got play a little psychological trick with myself out here. I gotta convince myself that I'm a good driver. If you're a bad driver, you can do it too. Here's what you do. Just put a lot of bumper stickers on the back of your car. That way, next time somebody beeps at you, you can just convince yourself that you guys have something in common. Or you cut somebody off and they're like, bomb, bomb, you're like, what? You have an honor student son too? Come on. Bunch of honor student parents out here. Bomb, bomb, what would Jesus do? Jesus wouldn't honk, I don't think. I don't think he has to. 
<laughs> I see a lot of funny, funny bumper stickers, man. I see the stick figure family out in the Midwest. <laughs> Anybody the member of a stick figure family in there? <laughs> Who is that for, though? Is that for us? Is that for the other drivers? Are we supposed to look in your car, make sure you got all your stick figures? <laughs> Pulling them like, hey, you're missing your stick figure, dog! <laughs> I'm going back to the rest there. Stick figure shits all over the stick. I saw one that was very disrespectful. It was, it was chess pieces to represent a family. So it was king, queen, and four pawns, guys. That's an interesting way to view your children, isn't it? As just pawns for sacrifice? Somebody attacks your family, you just kick your son forward two spaces? That's his first move right there, legal move. Protect your queen, son. A lot of chess players in here. I keep seeing the 13.1, guys. That is the half marathon. Yeah. You know how I know a half marathon is not an accomplishment, guys? Because it's called a half marathon. I'm not going to any half graduation parties this weekend, okay? Either do the thing or don't. You guys watch Game of Thrones at all? A couple people. I don't want you to either. People get real hyped about it, though. They do. They get excited. This season, there was something going on in the, in the, in the, in the season. There was a subplot. Where there was two characters who are related. And they were about to hook up. That night, I got a text message from a buddy of mine. It said, bro, I never rooted for incest so hard in my life. <laughs> I met up with him like a week later. Turns out he doesn't watch Game of Thrones at all, guys. He just had something else going on in his life. He's had a birthday. Turned 35. Yeah. So I'm getting older based on the lookalikes people start to tell me I resemble. You'll be like, yo, you look like a young Andy Garcia. I'm like, thank you, I do look like a young Andy Garcia. Now I had shitty ones, guys. I wanted to lower my self-esteem. Somebody told me last week that I look like old Aladdin. <laughs> Explain it to people. 
I mean the same thing as yours. Your dog is the same. But now I have to make up things for you. Like, what does that mean? I'm like, you know, here's what it means. She's half Dalmatian. She's got spots on her chest. And she's half pit bull. So she is afraid of Michael Vick. <laughs> she likes Disney movies and DMX albums, guys. <laughs> Sir, DMX was a rapper in the 90s. I learn a lot. I learn a lot from my dog. I do, man. I'm all over this country. That's the thing. I live in New York City, but I'm all over this country. And what I find is that we are not in agreement about the leadership right now, are we? Can't even bring it up. Can't challenge leadership like we thought we could. It's a lot easier in the animal kingdom. That's what I find. The animal kingdom is the same deal, right? There is a leader. That's the alpha. That's the number one person. Any member of that society can walk up to the alpha, challenge the alpha to a fight. If you successfully win that fight and eat his face, you are the new alpha. That's a good system. <laughs> Imagine if we implemented that here. Imagine you could just walk into the president of any country, challenge him to a fight. If you successfully rip off his genitals, you're the new president. Wouldn't that be amazing? Just The Rock would be president of everywhere. This intergalactic president, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Sir, The Rock was a wrestler. What? I don't know what any of those words were. I like how they didn't see this. And they're like, we're not going to see the front row. It's going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen. Let's just make sure we're off the front. Nothing's going to happen. Where are the married folks? Where are you? Married folks. Where are the sing single folks? Where's the confused? There's a lot of confused people. You gotta be one of those two things, don't you, right? You gotta be, you can't be none of those things. Based on your 2017 IRX test filing status, where are the single people? Let me give the Marys one more shot. Marys again, Mary again. They set them all in the back, like, let's not get them to You guys are married? Yeah. How long have you been together? 21 years. 21 years, guys. Yes. And then we're the singles. Are you guys, are you guys in a couple right here? You guys in a couple? What's up, are you a couple? Oh, yeah. How long will you grow? Like five months. Five months. <laughs> I give you a lot of credit on that. Here's what I find. I find that we don't give a damn about young love in this country, do we? We only care about old love. 
We're all out here trying to figure out what makes a long-lasting marriage. That's what we want to know, right? You ever misdiagnose old age for romance like me? You ever just see an old couple at the park? You're just gray and holding hands and just trudging along. You get excited. You're like, oh my God. Is that what love is? Oh, it's so beautiful. They're gonna die together. Then you see that young couple on a park bench, you get angry, you're like, fuck you! Get a room! Public! But we don't know anything about that old couple, do we? Just because they're old does not mean they've been together forever, does it? He could just be banging her on the side, guys. Attracted to my grandmother again. So there's a silver lining, guys. 
something beautiful about that. They say that the key to success in business is a short memory. What that means is that you go in every new business deal fresh. You know, you're not thinking about your past mistakes. You go in fresh with a new mind that you're going to get the deal, right? You forget about the past. That's how we need to live our relationships, right? We're all out here in long-term relationships blaming each other over years for the mistakes that we made in the past. We got spreadsheets pulling up all the states on Bastille Day. Let's see what you did last year on Bastille Day, Jonathan. Imagine how great your parents' marriage would be if your mom could just forget that your dad got a hand job at the office Christmas party in 64. You know Grandfather got Alzheimer's. He's living the dream. He literally wakes up every morning next to a woman he doesn't even recognize. It's so beautiful. Everyone wants to be looked at like it's the first time. Five months, man, that's crazy. How'd y'all meet? Mutual friends, that means Tinder. Good old friend named Tinder. Stop, that's the honeymoon phase, right? Y'all in the honeymoon phase? Oh, yeah. That's my favorite phase. The honeymoon phase is the best, right? You guys know. You guys all know what the honeymoon phase is, right? That's that period of time when you meet someone till you know for sure that you hate their fucking guts, right? everything in the middle it's getting to know each other right like you didn't know he was gonna shit with the door wide open right you had no idea that was in the plan taking a dump baby let's have a conversation about our day pushing out a turd right now let's make eye contact this is what intimacy is about right you didn't know she was gonna watch kardashians the bachelor with her hand in the cheerios box Clumps of hair, jail nails breaking off in there. It's a period of time we have to figure out everything about each other. Ladies, you might not know this, but every dude know this, knows this. The honeymoon phase is also the period of time for us dudes where we have to figure out what we are allowed to do to you sexually. That is a crucial period of time. We have to try everything on you in that first chunk, right? We can't go home with new moves after a year. Do you know what I'm saying? All we know in our new brains is that you might need something extra to come. That's all we know. We don't even know what it could be. It could be virtually anything, right? It could be a hair pull. It could be an arm twist. A little spanking. Poke in the eye. We get it, ladies. We understand. We'll do those things for you. We'll put cigarettes out in your chest. We don't care. We'll do it. We're happy to do it. So we got trials and all this stuff. Doing everything, you know? The whole first year of a relationship is us just trying to figure out how much of our thumb we can cram in your butt. Every night, a new journey. They've been at the knees. Yeah. Right? You said you've been married 21 years? You know exactly how much your thumb you can put in the rice butt. The mystique 
said none of it, but it seems like a lot of it. <laughs> it seems like a lot of it is a lot. You're a fun couple. Am I the only one that wants to like go home and watch some fuck? Am I the only one? <laughs> it's not just me, right? Is that weird? <laughs> to try all the things, right? Because ladies, we know that there are women in this room that like to be choked during sex. Usually gets pretty quiet when I say that. That's not fair, ladies. That's not fair. You won't tell us which ones you are. We gotta figure it out. That's not fair. It's not fair thing for us dudes to have to do. Do you understand? We can't ask you. That's not romantic, right? That wasn't in the notebook. That wasn't in the Titanic. That wasn't one of the lines. Excuse me, Rose. Can I choke you? That's not in there. I watched the movie six times. No, we have to come up with a move to choke you without choking you. That's not fair. That is not fair, ladies. Every dude in here has a move, though. Right, gentlemen? To ourselves. I'm going to share mine with you. I feel, I feel Me and my grandpa did the same move, right? I'm in there. I'm making the passion. Pow. Pow. I do it like a paraplegic in a rowboat. That's how I do it. Don't judge me. Don't fucking judge me. Okay? It's all free Newton's laws happening at the same time, guys, okay? A pendulum up here. And then you got to drop your arm at a 23 and a half degree angle. You plant that thing down. You put it across the neck bone, across the collarbone, across all the mushy stuff, right? Leave it there. And if this young lady, of her own volition, this consenting adult, pushes her neck, pushes her forehead, then you know you can choke that bitch. Swings out of me, do something else. <laughs> Ladies, you don't have the same worries, man. Because every dude in here is a professional. Have my back on this, guys. Right, guys? Every dude in here is going to come no matter what. 100% of the time. We don't even miss a day. There's nothing you can do to fuck it up for us. I promise. Go home tonight. Try. Start hitting with your elbow. Your man will be like, baby. How did you know? That's my spot. Oh, you're the fucking best. Touch your bun, you two. We don't care. If it's made out of skin, we can come on it. Ladies, we will fuck any part of your body. You no problems. Fold it and we'll fuck it. 
pin on it, fold it, we'll fuck the crease. We'll tell our friends. You got no skin on the back of your neck, we'll jerk off into it. that ever happened to us. <laughs> Guys, my name is Ian Frickley. You're awesome. Thank you so much.